Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Right Warshall Brother George Mudry. Warshall Brother Joe. And Warshall Brother Ken. We are here, episode 165. We are doing uh, Masonic Duels. And uh, we're going to be talking about mas- Masonic Duels with Pistolas, which is why, Ken, you brought uh, you brought a little something. Uh, I did. Brought two we little can, somethings. Uh, we can go into exactly what these are in a little while but they are they're nerf guns so everybody is aware we're not actually going to be pointing firearms at each other and i stole these from my children and god help me if i break them one is a nerf end strike elite and i think the other one is a nerf mega some nerf mega the closest i could come Pretty to cool. pistols that, hey, sure they work just, they work just uh, I think if if this was ever real and you tried to fire this thing it would probably snap your wrist oh yeah 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 these are more Rifles and pistol, but yeah, we might be uh, doing a little something with those later. Uh. All right, so uh, we're going to start it up. First thing we're going to do, a little bit of housekeeping, mm. and uh, let's start it off with uh, likes. Let's do some likes. Did you guys do any likes uh, last We time? did just Instagram, and yep. we did uh, YouTube. Okay, so let's see. Kurt Miller. I'm going to start back where I believe uh, we left off. We've had quite a few likes on uh on facebook lately mm-hmm. i think uh like 21 in the last month or so Jeez. not so much on instagram though so i'm gonna go back a little bit further than we may need to um because there's just so freaking many on here i know we did jack farkas uh so i'm gonna start from there we've got uh, dominic d lynn Connolly munns stephen john right worshipful brother frank mangero hmm. rick nevling kurt miller Brett Nix, Michael Gusweller, David Alexander, Alexander Purovich IV, Ooh. Jai Everlin, Thomas Mott, Stephen Whitaker, Chantrell Gladley, Tony Mick as an MC, Hiva Bahrami, John Haraberta, James L. Purvis IV. There's a lot of the fourths out there. Mm-hmm. Ernest Kemp, Tom Marovich, and if I mispronounce that, I apologize. Daniel Rodriguez, Craig Ussery, Paul Bradley, Jeremy Griggs, Salman Sheikh, our uh, mm-hmm. guest from a, a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. Scott Smith, Bill Powell. Ah, <laughs> uh, what did he like? Unlike us or like us? You'd like this? Maybe. Goodness. Took his ball and went home. This has to be. Um, what's the? What do they call the old Irish uh, language? Oh, um, Gaelic. 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 Yeah. yeah. So it looks like. 
It's, am I just going to read it as it looks? I know they sometimes pronounce things Do it. differently. Do it. I'm going to go Shut with uh, Geroid O. Flaith Behartog. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's got to be right. That's got to be 100% like, accurate. That. I mean, Where are we there? Oh, uh, yeah. Gerald? I think I did all right with that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know YouTube. Yeah. Judge is ruling. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. Was a, that a Georgeism or was it? The, no, it's, it's, no, it's G E A R O I D with a little accent over the O. Geroid? O with a little accent over yep. the O. F L A I T H B H E A R T A I G H. All right, so we're going to go with this. We're just going to call him Patches O'Houlihan. Okay, we're Patches O'Houlihan. There we go. There we go. Michael Oso Barrigan. Christopher Harko. Milan Adamov. Josh Ward, Samuel Robert Master, Oscar Amancio Cordova, Nicholas Vatice, Jonathan Ramsey, my old uh, uh, Stanford uh, High School and uh, Dolan Middle School pal. Was he, uh, was he one of those that said you had syphilis or something? No, it was, uh, no he was not. That was the hockey team. That was Dave Moon. <laughs> Uh, who I think still lives in the, the area. So if anybody knows Dave Moon in the greater Westchester and Suffolk County area, let him know I said hello. Brian Minincelli, Yadawe Edwin Spiff, and last but not least, Nathan Jacobs. All right. That's a healthy that is a good list there. And I don't, I don't recall reading a lot of these before. Well, yeah. Ken is getting himself rush. settled uh, on YouTube. We have uh, Jess, Jeffrey Osborne. On the wings of love. Not that Jeffrey. No, Osborne. not that one. Uh, Creative Minds. Josh Ward. Oscar Tex. Uh, well, it's Texas. Oscar TX958. Uh, Jimmy Kim. Let's see here. Who else we got? Who else we got? Uh... Pimp method. <laughs> okay, okay, I like it. Um, Ty Heller, and keep going down the list here. The Moose Man, seventy-two. That's cool. a badass green name. I should have went with that. Jersey yeah. Cowboy. Okay. Over on Instagram, we've got. And I think we did this one last time, but I'll do it again anyway. Rob Gregonis, RSG Photography, uh, Brian Tomlinson, and David Mace. Beautiful. What if that is the real Jeffrey Osborne? That'd be freaking awesome. It could be. You know the song On the Wings of Love, yes. right? I don't know that he's our target demographic. No. Though. 70s? Why, he could be a, he 70s? Could be a Mason. 70s? He could be. No, 80s. Mid-80s. Really? Oh. Uh, so you were just getting out of college? Or? Son of a bitch. Mid-80s, middle school. <laughs> middle school to high school, depending mm-hmm. on which, uh, what you consider mid Brothers, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Had a little, uh, little spillage. Luckily, it's water. Oh. Yeah, my brand new gift. Well, you got a you got a uh, jacket on the book. I haven't I haven't seen a plastic jacket on a book in a while. Oh, that's just in shrink wrap. It's just. Yeah, it's just yeah, a shrink wrap, so it doesn't get damaged by hooligans who spill water on it. Water. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm not even drinking. All right, so uh, we're gonna do uh, dueling masons. We got another thing housekeeping. They're gonna keep up on or housekeeping. anything. 
Um, Anything we think of? I mean, we've had like three weeks off because of, um, we talked hurt. about the fantasy football thing, didn't hurt. we? Yes. How that went, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah how did that go? That, uh, that ended with yeah. you as the champion because I made a bonehead move but the week before. I am the champion. You are the champion. I'll give it to you. I'll um, give it to you. Legitimate. But uh, we're donating it to a charity. Uh, Holiday is controlling that for me, so he's going to be putting it into a charity. I told him anything veteran, so that's where it's going to go. Um, okay. Are you going to choose or are you just going to delegate? Yeah, I'm just going to delegate. All right. Champions and Masters can delegate. Yeah. I had a pretty convincing consolation round win. I think yeah. I put up over yeah. 200 points. <laughs> you know, I did too. I think I did just 180 dirt or something. In the wound now at this point. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> anyway. It's uh, no secret. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some. I see what you did You there. see what I did there? I yeah, you, you know what I did there. Shitty, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm thinking DAV, disabled veterans, disabled American veterans. Uh, I'm down for it. I've gotten drunk at a couple of their bars before, so yeah, I'm wherever you want to go. Great time anyway. You're slightly disabled. I'm slightly disabled. Yes. We're gonna leave it alone though. Um, (laughs) What what did I say? Yeah, I know where you were going with that. But uh, Discord. You want to throw your little shameless plug in here before we get into the basics? Oh yeah. So Discord. I think it's perfect because I mean, if Discord could duel. Masons? Oh, we would have seen some. We would have a sharp... There would be a a civil... uh, Yeah. We'd have a major decline in Patreon membership. So, uh, can you imagine... that being said... Like, if every time somebody got upset on Discord, there was an actual duel... Oh, God. We'd have no no listeners. We'd have no uh, Discord. Because they'd all uh, be taking shots at each other. So, you could join us on Discord if you subscribe to us on Patreon for... Mm -hmm. It's now uh, one tier for one $5 tier. a month. Yep. yep. Uh, you will get exclusive access to multiple different Discord channels, including our free chat option, which we just mm-hmm. utilized the other day, uh, as well as you will um, get some exclusive Patreon-only content mm-hmm. and the no longer elusive Gold Tone Freemasons podcast <laughs> pin. Supply yes. chain came back. Supply chain came back. Uh, we still got to talk to Rafferty about the shirts. If anybody's interested, uh, let me know because I'm not going to put her to work and have her make shirts for us if nobody's interested. What in were we thinking so. about doing? Go to the OG, the OG, OG original? shirt. Yep, just do that. It's going to be. We're going to sell it through the podcast. It's not going to mm-hmm. be go to this website and that and all that other crap. It's gonna Maybe be, we should make a uh, gang green shirt. It's like there on. was one, wasn't there? Was there a gang? There was an OG shirt. There I feel like you had a design for, for gang. I had a design for gang green. Never and went into production. Never went into production. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, let's get into uh, dueling masons. What do we think? Let's jump in on it. Have you guys ever heard of this before? Yes. You've heard about duel masons who have settled their issues with duels. I think we bring it back. Only the one. I think we bring it back. Well, there was uh, Andrew Jackson, right? Yep. Uh, there's more than that. Uh, but um, but uh, I know uh, is that what that was? Yeah, those were Dude, geese. That I saw a flop. Yeah. I heard geese. I heard something. It was like no. Yeah, it's, I think uh, Canadian okay. geese. Hamilton was a Freemason, no? Yes. Him and Aaron, sure, uh, I don't Aaron know. Burr? I'm not sure. We're gonna, well, I haven't read Somebody this article. Somebody fact check that for yeah, us. No, I, I haven't read this article yet, so I'm going to read this. It's actually not an article. It's a uh, it's a PDF file, and it was a like I guess a presentation by Fred O. Wyant. W-Y-A-N-T. Um, so I found this, and I found this extremely interesting. So uh, um, here we go. As Masons and Brethren, we sometimes have our differences. No. That's not true. <laughs> 
which at some times may result in rather heated discussions. No. I haven't seen it. (laughs) So unlike us. Uh, However, 200 years ago, at the beginning of the 18th century, the gentleman's code of honor at some times resulted in dispute, uh, participants resorting to duels to settle their differences. And, uh, well, I think before we continue uh, further, uh, let's describe what a duel is. And uh, I have a little bit of information on that. Of course, I didn't bring up that freaking web page. But... So it usually starts with somebody taking off a glove and slapping somebody in the face, right? Isn't that how it's usually no, I'm, I'm specifically talking about... Uh, That's what I'm going to do to you. Uh, <clears throat> a duel is arranged is a arranged engagement in combat between two people with matched weapons in accordance with agreed-upon rules. Duels in this form were chiefly practiced in early modern Europe with precedence in the medieval code of chivalry and continued to the modern period, which is the 18th to 19th centuries, uh, among military officers. Um, The most common ways were in the 18th and 17th century were fought with swords, the rapier, uh, and later a small sword. So basically the same damn thing. Mm -hmm. I think the... The rapier is like rapier a, a thin, thin one. Like yeah. a, a, it's almost like a fencing like sword. The needle. Quite, yeah. Gentleman's sword. If you watch Game of Thrones, the girl had the, the thing she called the needle. Remember? I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Um, but it's a real thin sword. I think that's kind of where fencing came from, correct? I would have probably. To, so probably. I think it's a similar type. Derivative of it, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, in the beginning of the late 18th century in England, duels were more commonly fought using pistols. Fencing and pistol duels mm-hmm. continued to coexist through the 19th century. The duel was based on a code of honor. Duels were fought not so much to kill the opponent as to gain satisfaction. That is, to restore one's honor by demonstrating a willingness to risk one's life for it, as such a tradition of dueling was originally preserved for the male members of nobility. However, in the modern era, it extended to those in the upper classes generally. On occasion, Duels with pistols or swords were fought between women. Hmm. That I didn't know. I didn't know there was a precedent for that. Do you want to... Oh, I can't. I'll get shit thrown across the room. Oh. <laughs> I can't. It'll uh, reach from there, too. Yeah. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> I had to. Uh... <laughs> Uh, legislation against duels go back to the medieval period. Uh, wow, we can get into all this. Uh, what, was your, uh, what I was looking for is just the rules or how it was done. Yeah. While you're Pop doing that, just a quick little uh, fact check here. Neither Aaron Burr nor Alexander Hamilton were Masons. Nope. So. I feel like we looked that up in a prior episode, Probably. too, and we talked we're about it. Rules. Got it. Here we go. We're getting old. We don't remember. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Not for sure. All right, so here are the conditions. Uh, and this is how you do it. It's usually a set amount distance, uh, 24 paces, could be six paces, could be so whatever the, the whatever the code was, whatever that both participants decided on, 24, whatever. With a pistol, not, I just want to be clear. Well, but whose paces, though? Because, like, your little paces would not equal mine. Uh, uh, well, that's what I'm going to get into because okay. I believe mm-hmm. it was uh, a sword that uh, designated the where they stopped the and turned. Point, yeah. gotcha. So I think gotcha. swords were stuck into the ground. <clears throat> if I'm correct, I kind of briefly went okay. through this. Uh, so I'll it's not fine. like 
You could take. It's not like you're taking your little kitty steps and turn around real yeah. quick and bang. <laughs> so if somebody would go ten paces. It would be the same person designated. So it'd be twenty paces total or whatever. It's, and it's then a ten sword paces for whoever the. Because yeah. yeah. apparent according to this, they would have a person in the middle with a handkerchief, and he would drop the handkerchief, yeah. and that's when you would turn and fire. Um, so my assumption is somebody officiated it. It was probably paced out by his steps right. with the two swords okay. in the end, and then that's how it's actually supposed to be done. But Roger that. Uh, the conditions. Uh, at the choice of the offended party. The, oh, the choice of the offended party. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joe called me a midget all the time. Uh, I would be the, the offended party. So I get to choose the rules. Um, I get two steps. Joe gets 28. <laughs> Um, no, but it's just joking aside. Uh, so here were the number of conditions. Uh, the first to draw blood, in which case the duel would be ended as soon as one man was wounded, even if the wound was minor. So the minute you draw blood, it's it, done. Uh, until one man was so severely wounded, he had to be, uh, he has to be physically unable to continue the duel. Uh, my assumption with that is you would just keep going until somebody was seriously wounded. Oh, so there's variations on the rules. Yes. Sometimes it's first blood. Sometimes it's, right. so it's up. So you can't, like, pull up after we both shoot. You can't pull up, like, you got a bad hammy. Go, oh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I pulled a hammy. I pulled a hammy. I'm out. Um, <clears throat> uh, one thing I just want to just add before I continue on the rest of these rules. <clears throat> I just want to be clear that uh, the 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 sword is different. Obviously, that would depend on skill and your fencing skill. But but pistols yeah. back in these times were not a accurate, yeah, and b not reliable. Yeah. So there were many times that if your flintlock pistol didn't or your yeah, your I mean, panning, they would misfire your, your or pan, something. Yeah. Misfire, you didn't spark it. You pull the trigger and you go click. Yep. <laughs> and then the other guys got you dead to rights. So. Yep. Uh, the other thing is they were not accurate. Uh, pistols, were... muskets, none of them were accurate. I mean, you could be from here across the room, take a shot, aim for the chest, and hit him in the friggin' leg because, again, it was ball rounds. They weren't... Right, so like, think still... of it like if there was a certain right. spin on it, like, yeah. it's like throwing a curveball. Yeah, exactly. And smooth bore. cut through the air. Yeah. And what were you going to say, Ken? Uh, smooth bore is what they were, so it would generally be a ball down yep. smooth. There's no oh, lands yeah, no and grooves or anything. Yeah, therefore, it doesn't spin. A lot like these uh, Nerf pistols we have. Here. And truth be told... I would much rather get hit with a modern bullet than a ball oh, because yeah, the balls, oh, God, yeah. again, the velocity they came out would actually smush down to the size of a half dollar. Oh, yeah. No, they, and, they were no <laughs> joke. Because lead is soft, and yep. as soon as it hit you, it would yep. just mushroom and yep. just tear through. That's why you're, you'd hope <laughs> that he'd, like, wing you or something. Right. No. Uh, so the next uh, condition was to the death or à la, à la trance. À la trance. I think so. That's what they says here. Okay. Uh, in which case would be no satisfaction until one party was mortally wounded. You would have to piss somebody off pretty bad to like go so do to death mm. to the death. Yeah, <laughs> to the death. Yeah. I mean, just say like if me and you were in a duel and yeah. I like broke the skin in the back of your head, like, dude, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. <laughs> well, that's why I think the first blood, I think the first blood option is is a good option. It's like, hey, mm. all right, I right. got you. Now we're done. Uh, in the case of pistol duels. Each party would fire one shot. If neither man was hit and the challenger stated he was satisfied, the duel would be declared over. So the offended party would be like, you know what? I'm good. Got, right. got what I can We both got for. through this. All right. right. I proved my point. 
If the challenger was not satisfied, a pistol duel can continue until one man was wounded or killed. But to have more than three exchanges of fire was considered barbaric. Mm. And on the rare occasion that no hits were achieved, somewhat ridiculous. I think it's funny that the one with the number three. Anybody yeah. else pick up on that? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think that was probably typical of most like gentlemen's but why is it always three, 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 three. It's always three. Everything's in freaking three. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar, George. It's like poetry. Yeah. Um, it has a rhythm. Under the latter conditions, one or both parties could intentionally miss in order to fulfill the conditions of the duel without loss of either life or honor. However, doing so, known as deloping, could imply that one's opponent was not worth shooting. Okay. So it's like, you know what? It's even more You insulting. ain't worth the lead that's going to take the <laughs> melt. But they'd have to both agree Shit. to it, no? No. Or is that like after no, one No, it's person? just one or both parties. Gotcha. So you could shoot at me and miss, and I'd, be, I'd just shoot in the ground. Well, what, they're, what they're saying is it's intentionally missing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. That would be shitty, though, to have like the conversation. Be like, all right, man, we're both going to miss. You know? And then you fire your, your gun well, in the air and wing it past them. You're like, all right, man. You do it, and then hit him. Dead I don't nuts. know because because <laughs> passions fly, and sometimes you get yourself into a situation, and by the time you realize it, Shit. it's kind of like, oh man, we really got to do this. Like we really have to do this now. Hey, come on, I'll miss if you miss. Could you just hear me? Yeah. Could you hear me like Joe Pesci in in uh, what was that the first Home Alone where he was going to hit him with the crowbar? Mm -hmm. It's like, Marv. <laughs> also, Marv. it's it's about honor, Joe, right? Like, Joe. Like you mentioned, is this is all about honor. So at that point, like to keep so so that everybody can save face, you go through with it, even mm. if you don't mean it, even if both parties right. don't mean it. So you yeah, you throw the fight. All right. However, yeah, because both of you walking away from it, saying, nah, never mind, we're not going to do this. It's then still good. You're right? bringing well. If you were to just call it off completely, then you're kind of yeah then, dishonoring both right. of you. So yeah. you have to actually go through the event, but. Make it more of an exhibition. Listen to this, though. The pra this practice occurred despite being expressly banned by the Code Duello in 1777. Rule 12 stated, No dumb shooting <laughs> or firing in the air is admissible in any case. Children's play must be, must be dishonorable on one side or the other and is accordingly prohibited. So they actually banned it. Um, so, uh, here we go. The pistol duel, and then we'll, we'll get back into the, this article here, but for a pistol duel, the two would typically start at a pre agreed length of ground, which would be measured out by the seconds and marked often with swords struck in the grounds where I read, uh, and at, at a given signal, often the dropping of a handkerchief, the principals could advance and fire at will. This latter system reduced the possibility of cheating. <laughs> I mean, mm. is there such thing if you're cheating, fighting for your life? Is there? Yeah. Well, it's if you, if you turn around, if you're like, all right, I'm going to count to 10, and on three, you freaking <laughs> fire. Yeah. Uh, and then you kill me. You're like, oh, my bad. I cheated. Uh, As you lay dying. Mm, yeah, that's not that would not be honorable. You've dishonored your family. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, this latter system reduced the possibility of cheating. And neither principal had to trust the other not to turn too soon. Another system involved alternate shots being taken, beginning with the challenged first. So, Oof. I'm pissed off at you, right? 
Yep. We're, 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 we're in a disagreement. Let's go duel. I choose the rules, but you get first shot. And then if I wing you, if you and wing you're me, still there and you're like, oh, you SOB, I got you now. <laughs> you should have killed me when you had the chance. Now I, it's my I wonder turn. how many people decided to just, just quickly just duck out real quick and pull some Neo Matrix Yeah, shit. what happens if you do that? What happens if you I duck? I don't know. Like, yeah. You get a second round? I mean. Anyway, uh, so that's what I got on that. Uh, so now that we understand what dueling is, we'll continue into this. Uh, we Masons today have a different code, but sometimes our disputes between brothers seem to have as little reason as those resulting in deadly duels did then. A duel by one who has assumed the obligations of fraternity is difficult to understand. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yet not only did Masons engage in duels, they sometimes challenged and fought those bound to them by the close ties of the fraternity. Indeed, it was often the intellectuals, more than any other class, who conducted such fairs of honor. Some things have indeed changed during the ensuing years. And we're going to get into some, uh, some examples here of things that happened. Pretty wild. In the year 1812, a challenge to a duel passed between two Master Masons in Kentucky, the challenge being borne by the third Master Mason. So basically, it was two Masons in Kentucky were challenged to a duel with this one mason. Uh, The bearer of the challenge was tried by his local lodge and was suspended for one year for a violation of the Masonic Covenant, as it appeared he had made no attempt to reconcile the duelist's differences. So what they're basically saying is before he dueled, he should have tried reconciling it without dueling. Because it's anti-Masonic to just kind of... (laughs) Right. Correct. Take up arms. Between whom no contention shall exist. Yeah. Uh, he appealed the suspension to the Grand Lodge of Kentucky, where he found an elaborate report by a special committee. The sentence of his lodge was set aside. Interesting. Hmm. Notwithstand this action, the brother was called before the Grand Lodge to receive censure from the Grand Master on the impropriety of his conduct. The committee admitted that it was entirely improper for Master Masons to challenge or convey a challenge to a Master Mason, citing the principle that brothers should live together in harmony. They added that it was their belief that the brother thought he was acting properly. Uh, so basically saying, I didn't realize I couldn't challenge right. somebody to a duel. Mason. Yeah. It was acceptable right. in society at the time. But Correct. not within mm-hmm. Freemason. Right. Yep. The course pursued by Masons heretofore in similar cases without incurring censure of the animadversion? Right. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, goes far to extenuate the offense. Four years later, the Grand Master who presided on this occasion, emboldened perhaps by his decision, was himself in a duel no. uh, with another Mason, a past master of a lodge in his hometown. Mm. Both participants were called before the Grand Lodge in 1818 to answer for having engaged in a duel. Both parties responded, and after deciding it had jurisdiction, a well-known member, statesman and orator, Henry Clay, presented a, solu- a resolution for the committee to attempt to effect a re- reconciliation of the adversary. So Henry Clay tried brokering, basically, to right. let's not do this and come to a different <clears throat> conclusion. Yeah. 
He and another member were appointed to the committee and speedily reported back that they had been successful and the matter had been resolved. However, this did not end the discussion as another member of Grand Lodge presented a resolution to expel both participants from the fraternity. This motion was subsequently tabled, and the following day, Henry Clay presented a substitute resolution deploring the idea of dueling and noting that the brothers involved uh, had been perfectly reconciled. It then concluded that uh, the said brothers should be suspended for the privileges of masonry during pleasure of this Grand Lodge. The resolution was adopted. Ten years later, a master mason was restored to Masonic standing by the Grand Lodge. The other participant had died some time previously. So what basically happened is while this Grand Lodge, these officers were in in their chairs, mm-hmm. uh, these brothers were expelled until so clearly they had 10-year terms because right. it says 10 years later the master mason was restored wow 10 years god mm. bless him it was like a do as i say not as i do type thing the grandmaster decided that he could uh aaron stowen welcome enjoy yeah uh, from black river lodge number 74 <laughs> welcome brother <coughs> wisconsin uh, is did you say this duel happened in wisconsin Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, same thing. Come on, it's Kentucky. Same of course, happened in Kentucky. Same thing. Um, we might note here that Henry Clay himself engaged in a duel with Humphrey Marshall in 1808. So, the same Mason who's brokering and trying to say uh, we shouldn't be dueling wasn't a duel. Yeah, so did the Grandmaster. <laughs> now, I wonder how that works. Okay, so we're talking about Masons on Masons here. I'm curious, and hopefully, I can read it. Um, I'm curious how that would have worked between a Mason and a non-Mason. Because, again, I mean, I understand that our ritual and our tenets and our constitutions and all that are completely different than what they were back then. Right. But, I mean, basically now we are to be a benefit to mankind and our fellow citizens and whatever have you not. Um, but back then... What if you get challenged to a duel? You're a Mason, right? right? We have honor. Non-Mason challenges you to a duel. What do you do? I think the council show up at the lodge and beat the tar. (laughs) I'm kidding. I think the council would still be to try to reconcile and and avoid it if at all possible. Right. Um, But there are some things that you just can't avoid. So let's get into an actual Mm. duel battle. In Indiana, the first Mason raised in that jurisdiction and ever to. Uh, and the first to receive Masonic burial was the victim of a duel. Hmm. Parmenius Bex was the innkeeper, popular, and one time sheriff of his county. He had fought in the Battle of Tippecanoe. Yep, Tippecanoe. And met his death at the hands of Dr. Shull. Just sounds like a douche. Mm, that sounds like S-C-H-U-L-L, a bomb H U L L. Dr. Shull, right? Hmm. Sounds like the guy in the House of Wax, right? Anyway. Um, the trivial ca- uh, cause was a statement by Shull concerning Beckett's stepdaughter. Oh. oh. Talk about the family, man. If she was as good as she is pretty, she would be a jewel. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I can see why he was angry. I mean, if I'm at the bar and I heard that, I'm like, Um, Bex issued a challenge and the duel took place near Vincennes 
Go with it. Vincennes, yeah. Illinois. At the first shot, Bex missed. <sighs> I mean, your daughter, the dude's like, I don't know, being a creeper to your daughter, and you miss? Well, I mean, not intentionally, I would imagine. I mean, you didn't practice? You didn't decide maybe I'll take a couple practice shots? Man. What year was this? Uh, Is there any reference to it? I'm gonna, hopefully it's in I'm here. just trying to like suss out what type of firearms they were using. I mean, and yeah, I'm also trying to think like, like said, it's easy to miss for how long between when the challenge is thrown down to when the duel occurs. Is it like, okay, I'm challenging you tomorrow at high noon. We go out and yeah. oh, we're on. Wait, 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 wait. Or is, is it like, or do we have time for a Rocky montage? Right. Or is it like a, uh, a George and, and Danny Collins boxing yeah. match that's a year in the making? Uh, yeah, Kurt Miller, were these duels common? Can't say I heard of it. Yes. Back in those days, they were very common. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see here. Or so listen to this. Schultz is, yeah, the yeah, I've yeah, read the Schultz's. Uh, Bex issued a challenge in the dual play. Uh, moving on. Uh, at first shot, Bex missed, and Schultz said to be reluctant to fight, fired into the air. Mm. Okay, so he was doing the nice guy thing. Listen, so boom. I screwed up. I shouldn't have said that shit. I'm not going to kill you. Right. You okay. challenge me. We're good. Let's move on. A reconciliation was sought. But Bex refused. Oh, he's See, a I mean, again. Sometimes he you just gotta. Sometimes if you make that money at the casino table, you, you just, just gotta pack away. your shit and away. leave. You gotta, you gotta collect your chips and walk away. Take it as a sign. And we know we already said how this ended for him. <laughs> but this, <laughs> yeah. could you? Uh, okay, now if I was the guy, right? Boom, he shoots in the air, and you're like, it's over. Thank God. Thank he's God. like, no, not good enough. Oh, what the? Yeah. F- like, also, that bullet's <laughs> got to come down at some point. He probably should have just. And he shot goes home yeah. to his stepdaughter and goes, "Eh, I tried." Or <laughs> Shell <laughs> uh, kicked in the door and be like, "Hey, baby, come with me." <laughs> <laughs> totally getting something thrown at me at some point. Yep. Um, the distance was ten paces, and the second time, both participants fired together. Yeah, I mean, enough for nothing, though. It, you know, I was so kind of shit. The first the time you, you moved the goalpost in a little bit. Yeah, no. that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you that know, was an accuracy then. Yeah. So this time, Shaw actually fired at him, and not not gonna lie, can't say I wouldn't too. Right, I gave you an out. I gave now you an out. You want him now? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, second rule. So would that be second rule? Um, no, I think it's number one. Yeah, that's don't be an a hole. Don't be an a hole. Like right. I gave you an out. Yeah. Now you're being an a hole. Want to push it? So now I'm gonna shoot at you. Right. Bex was hit in the right side and died. Shaw was again unwounded. Oh my God, this guy! Holy this Bex shit! Bex guy, like, did he know he was a bad shot? Like, <laughs> or that's that'd be like, had he ever fired a gun before? Yeah, or he fires the gun and he's like, no, no, load it again. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> he's an innkeeper. You would think in that profession he right. would have more opportunity to, you know, sell so, uh, firearms than the doctor. But whatever. <laughs> It is kind of ironic, though. Talk about you know, talk about fate right there and karma. Yeah, <laughs> instant karma. <laughs> well, but you know what? I can't, I can't say I blame the show guy. God's up there smoking a cigarette. and He's like, this fucking guy. All right, let's get it. Because, <laughs> but, but let's equate it into a non-lethal thing. Let's say it's a fight. Guy comes at you. He comes wild. You trip him or you throw him on the ground, and you're on top of him. You're like, are we good? We're yeah. gonna let this go. Yep. And he he says, yeah, okay, we're good. And then you you get up, and he's like, nope, let's go. Yeah, throw sand in your face. And you're like, dude, I gave. Now I have to. Now I have to. Now I have to do this. Yep. All right. That's where you pull pull out the old. This is gonna hurt me more. It's gonna hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) I gave you your chance. 
Show uh, was unwounded and he arranged his affairs and he left the country. So this guy's like, yeah, I'm not dealing with this shit no more. I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah, this uh, is how country. these barbarians are going to shoot at me and every I, time. I don't have a story. I don't have a, a year on this. So uh, my assumption. My is, guess is it's 18th century still. Yeah, definitely. Oh, what's it say? 2012? No, I'm what? kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, the first recorded duel of the West of the Mississippi was between Dr. Bernard and... Farrer and James A. Graham. Oh, Christ. This is three of them. Farrer was a Freemason and the first American physician in the vicinity of St. Louis. Hmm. I think that's kind of funny that he's going to be involved in a duel and he's a physician. Like, well, Dr. Scholl. Kind of know. Maybe what, he could treat himself. Kind of know what bullets do. I think I might stay the hell away from that. Anyway. Um... Uh, Farrer was a Freemason and the first American physician in the vicinity of St. Louis. Uh, he was at first merely a bearer for the challenge. I wonder what that means. Like a messenger? like A bearer. Would that be maybe like the referee, if you would say? Yeah, right, the bearer of the challenge? like the messenger between the two parties. Well, unless they something. mean bearer of like the challenge. bearer of bad news. Yeah. Or, or yeah. like maybe... Maybe that means that the challenge was against him or something. Oh, uh, no, no, I think Ken's right. He's the bearer of bad news because it says uh, he was the bearer of the challenge, but Graham refused to accept it in the grounds that the issuer was not a gentleman. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So, how did he get involved then? <laughs> oh, and I'm sorry, this is only between two, mis- uh, two people Bernard G. Farrer and James A. Graham. Right. So what they're basically saying is that uh, Farrer brought the I want to duel you, mm-hmm. and Graham was like, I'm not going to duel you because you're a piece of you're shit. You're trash. I don't. You know, you're not worth the You're not worth the lead. By the code of the day, Farrer then became a principal. Uh, the duel was fought on Bloody Island. <laughs> oh Christ! I mean, that's nice. that's where he chose. <laughs> that's where he chose. Bad choice. Bad choice. It's uh, like going to the. That's like you know. I'm just gonna carry this rope in the uh, in the the forest. Uh, in what is that? Japan, the suicide forest. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna bring this rope into the woods, and yeah, I'll be fine. I, I mean, they probably thought it was pretty metal back in the day to like duel on Blood Island. <laughs> they probably all did it in that. Area. Yeah. Or maybe they were just being like British and like we're gonna go do it on the Bloody Island. <laughs> It was in the Mississippi River, so it was an island inside the Mississippi uh, River. Okay. Uh, a later scene of many duels. Well, there you go. Yep. That's, yeah. uh, Graham was severely wounded and never fully recovered, dying a year later on a oh. trip east. Oh. See, that's the thing about the, like you were talking before yeah. about these lead balls. Like, sometimes they'd get you, and it was a slow, agonizing. Well, it's death. also lead poisoning. Well, yeah, but I mean. It gets in your bloodstream. You're, you're freaking done. It's just, mm-hmm. like, but yeah, it's like slow and agonizing. It's not like, oh, headshot, done. Yeah, and you're like shattering bones and stuff if you get hit in the midsection with one of those things. And it's like, they didn't do a very good job, like, stitching bone back together. No. Or, like, no. Letting it heal properly. No, I mean, look at the, look at the Civil yeah. War. They were just right. it off. That's yep. exactly. And realistically, if you got hit in the chest, I mean, you were dealing with not only having a yeah. bullet in your chest, and maybe it didn't punch all the way through. Right. And now you have a lead ball. Yeah. You got a lead ball in your chest. And on top of that, your ribs are never going to heal the same way because, yep. you know, bullets shatter bone. Yep. They don't break it. Um, but he, uh, he later died and his estate was administered, uh, by Robert Walsh 
a member of Missouri Lodge Number One. Okay. Hmm. So, uh, did the guy that killed him get all of his? Stuff? Yeah, he looks like he got away scot free. So, my assumption is it was a turn and fire, and Farrer was just quicker to the shot. So, uh, in 1816. <coughs> Apologies. <clears throat> uh, in 1816, Captain Henry S. Geyer and George Hancock Kernley had a trifling misunderstanding. <laughs> Sounds like Discord. <laughs> Not a trifling misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah. Discord. Um, the code was invoked and another duel was fought on Bloody Island. We got to go here. Road yeah. trip. <laughs> Seriously. Can we actually, are we allowed on this one? I don't know. I don't there. know. But if we go, I'm going with a metal detector. Seems <laughs> unlikely that it would be a bird sanctuary or something. Could you imagine, like, Joe, Joe, there's a lead ball. Take it up, take it up. Do we, know we pull it? up a body? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Like somebody who was on Bloody Island that just, you know, was shot in the duel. Chester just Copper left. Pot. Just left there. Chester Copperpot. Yeah. Pink. No. No? Cobblepot. Goonies. Goonies, right. Oh, yeah. Uh... Uh, where'd I leave off? Oh, here. At second firing, both having missed the first time. Jesus Christ. I mean, you'd think, like, I'm sorry, but if we both fire the first time we both miss, I'm good. Yeah. No, I would pretty much. <laughs> like, all right, we got this out We of got this system. good. Let's yeah, grab a beer. Let's grab a beer. Then he missed the first time. Kernley was wounded in the knee. Oh, God. Yeah. Jesus. He was crippled for some years but survived. Mm-hmm. Subsequently, he and Geiger became fast friends and delighted in recounting together their youthful follies. Geiger. You remember that time like we were shooting hey, hey, that time we got crap faced and <laughs> we were drinking and you said something about my wife and we dueled and you shot me in the knee? Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, that was fun. Good time. Oh, shit. <laughs> you crippled me for three years. Yeah, that was good stuff. I've never been the same since. Look, now I got a trick knee. Oh, God, that's funny. That is funny. But I can see, like, I can see Mason's doing this. Yeah. I can absolutely. Remember uh, that time? Oh, I'm trying to, th- I'm just trying to find my spot. But I'm like, yeah, could you, like, that's a, I know you ate my freaking ice cream. Remember that time we were arguing? Yeah. <laughs> you do a duel. We both got dates, and I was looking for my ice cream, and you told me you didn't eat it, and then you came back and said, I did eat your ice cream. I did eat your fucking ice cream. So we dueled, I shot you in the knee, and now you got to walk off on me. <laughs> anyway, let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Geyer is known to have been a member of the fraternity. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a funny-ass topic. I'm actually getting kind of... Uh, I'm well, that one would laugh That was a good one. one with that. Years later, they became friends right. and like would laugh about it. They're follies. Yeah. I like how they were referred to it as follies. They're yeah. shooting freaking guns yeah, at each other. Deal. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a folly. Yeah, it's a folly. Yeah, yeah. I knocked the shit off the counter. It's a folly, right? <laughs> sounds like something we it's would like probably... Took a bullet in the knee. Well, it's a folly. The Freemasons follies. We could put on like a variety <laughs> show. Yeah. Uh, one of the better-known duelists was Senator Thomas Hart Benton, a member of Missouri Lodge Number no. One. They got a lot of issues in Missouri with this freaking lodge. Apparently so. Well, I think the We're gentleman that bunch wrote of gunslingers wasn't the the brother that wrote the article from. I don't know. It's just I just have a name. I don't know where he's from. Yeah. Rob Fowler. What the hell is going on? Rob he's Fowler. Missouri, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Agent Forty-Seven. He's got to do some investigation, man. Yes, you're on it. Get on the case. Uh, my question is though. Do you think all these guys wore a pink shirt and flip-flops? I think 
too. Never mind. I'll let that sink. You guys can figure it out for yourselves later. A member of Missouri Lodge number one. While at Nashville, Tennessee, as lieutenant colonel in the 39th Infantry, he became embroiled with Andrew Jackson. Oh, Oh, here we go. You don't want to do that. We're going to do a full episode on Andrew Jackson. Mm. We're going to... We're, I, I, we haven't really we've dabbled with Andrew Jackson I think but we've never really got into how absolutely mm. bad this guy is not a good man can no. we can we just agree he is not a good man uh, for anybody watching on YouTube did anybody get a reference to my Missouri uh, guy in a pink polo with no 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 well hopefully somebody on YouTube will know exactly yeah. what I'm talking they're about. a lot smarter than we are um uh, let's see here. So he got into embroiled with Andrew Jackson, later president, in a well-publicized altercation where several pistols were fired by a number of participants. Oh, shit. Mm. Some shots were at such close range as to result in powder burns on clothing. General Jackson was injured but recovered. Uh, I think I've heard of this one before, but I'm not 100% sure. One of Jackson's friends drew a knife and slashed Benton five times. What the hell? It sounds more like it a sounds game like a ga- fight yes. than a duel. <laughs> Several members? Yeah, no, that's just called a war. Uh, no one was killed, but it must have been quite an affair, as Benton wrote it. Later, he and Jackson became friends, and as a U.S. As United States senator, Benton was a close supporter of President Jackson. Hmm. Whew. I mean, we so piss and moan about our own little peaks and quarrels, but I, I mean, guess so, yeah. that's one way to gain. Could be worse. <laughs> I mean, you could shoot at each other and then later become drinking buddies. I mean, yeah. I mean, at least they were they ended up friends. Uh, it was normal yeah. back then, though. Yes, George, we got it. You're not as clever as you think. And Delvaney gave the thumbs up, the pointing up to this. Okay, uh, all right, okay. Well. I have to be pretty clever because these two idiots still haven't got yeah, it. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> or it's just <laughs> some pop culture reference that I'm not no. ready to. Nope. Yeah. Um, the one dark spot in Senator Benton's life was his duel with Charles Lucas, um, cousin of uh, George. Benton did not issue the challenge, but it was said that... Nothing, huh? Okay. Yeah, it's not. George it was, Lucas, yeah, we got it. Okay. Um, but it was said that his overbearing way brought in on trouble. Lucas stated in a writing prior to the duel that uh, that cause was his asking Benton if he had paid the toll tax in time to enable him to vote. Okay, so, mm. so what the hell's a toll tax? I don't know, probably like some random uh, transportation-related tax from back then. But apparently, God, you had to, apparently you had to pay off all of your tax debt. In order to vote, okay. at that time. So if you were back, taxes, I like you it. Vote. Yep. Yeah. So if you were back on your taxes, you couldn't. All right. That sounds like it's okay. I, All right. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. Uh, Benton then applied abusive and ungentlemanly language. Uh, that's what it says. He then applied abusive and ungentlemanly language to I've, Lucas. I've never heard it described that way. Apply. We're gonna have to do that from now on. When it says explicit, like on our our episode, ungentlemanly. I'm gonna language. change it to it says uh, abusive and ungentlemanly language. Yeah. That's <laughs> the, the little letter code will pop up in the corner. The the A and the <laughs> A and a U G L. Yeah. Um, or U L. Uh, to Lucas, in, uh, the challenge was issued. At first meeting, both p- 
participants. Uh, who, wait a minute. Let's see. Oh, my God. Freaking Greg Schultz just woke up. What are the rules of a duel? Weapons, paces, rules. We covered that in the beginning. Wake up, old man. <laughs> Let's see here. The first, at first meeting, both participants were wounded. Lucas in the neck and Benson below the knee. Benton below the knee. Excuse me. Lucas was too hurt to continue and stated that he was satisfied. So Lucas got popped in the neck. Yeah, I think you're good. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, good. I'm, I'm satisfied. satisfied. Yeah, we're we're this shit. The other dude got popped in the knee. So, yeah. So Benton, however, demanded they meet again. Ten days later, they did. And this time, Lucas was killed. Yeah, he got shot in the neck. I'm pretty freaking sure he's at a major disadvantage. Sounds like Benton was a good shot. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, no, I'm going to press my luck. No whammies. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Not like doubling down, right? He was only 25 years old and left a young family. Oh, this, brutal. The sympathy of the community was with his family, and his father remained a bitter enemy of Benton until his death. In later years, Benton lobbied against dueling, but by the time he died, the custom had ceased throughout the United States. That's some shit. So this guy's clearly because it says right here in this in, in the beginning of this article he was one of the better known duelists. So he killed a probably a lot of people in duels for being a crack shot. And then one day he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Drugs are bad." It, yeah. right. Well, but like, so you're George Young, and then you're like, "Yeah, no, we need to outlaw drugs." If you're going to be an a-hole and constantly be challenged, you might as well get really good at it, and then you could be the biggest a-hole you want. You're like, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, okay, duel. Pff, I win again. Whatever." Yep. And uh, then your notoriety allows you to do things like lobby against the practice. <laughs> Maybe he didn't enjoy. Killing all those but here's one, cold blood. one lesson to take away from this, boys and girls, is that if you were to father, follow Brother Josephus's two rules of civility, mm. you'd likely avoid uh, situations where you find yourself in a duel. Mm. Oh, yeah. Craig's getting get pounded right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, I still love you, Greg. Uh, we all love him. I mean. We Let's see. We love him like we love our <laughs> grandfather. He's going to challenge you, man. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to get through this last little bit here. He can challenge another, me. Race. Another, <laughs> pro- race. another prominent Masonic duelist was Andrew Buckner, first master of Unity Lodge number six of Jackson, Missouri. Again, freaking Missouri. Okay. okay. Uh, but by the... But at the time of the duel, he was Grand Master of the Grand Lodge of Indiana. In fact, he was the first Grand Master of Indiana... Subsequently, removing uh, removing to Missouri, uh, he hmm. was later a United States senator. From that, this is, see, this is why our government's so screwed up, because all their freaking ancestors were just popping each other in duels, well, getting lead poisoning. Doctors too, <laughs> yeah, and doctors. Yeah. It's it's a right. society. It's a uh, status kind of thing. Yeah, right. I think uh, your your lower level people probably engaging in a good old fashioned Rochambeau type challenge. <laughs> But no, these guys have their fancy freaking beat. <laughs> these guys have their their duels because they're honorable people. Uh, mm-hmm. It appears the duel came about because one of the duelists assaulted the other. Oh, so this started off as an ass beating. Um, the subsequent duel apparently resulted in no damage to either participant. Buckner died a natural death in Missouri in 1833. A committee was appointed by Vincennes Lodge Number no. 1 to investigate, and a report was issued. No action was ever taken. Uh, uh, no action was ever taken on the report of the committee, perhaps because Buckner was moving shortly to Missouri. Okay, so we have Grand Masters taking pop shots at one another too. Mm-hmm. 
Shadrach Bond. Oh, that's a name. Shadrach. Bond. Shadrach Bond. Shadrach Bond. The governor elect of Illinois was challenged to a duel by Rice Jones. Oh, that sounds like a boxer. He's already done. Yeah. I'm going to put my money on Jones. Rice Jones is winning. my wallet? I'm putting money on Rice Jones right now. <laughs> Going into 287 pounds. Rice Jones. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. They met in Jones' pistol. Oh, don't you hate when this happens? They met in Jones's pistol prematurely fired. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Happens to everybody. With having yeah, a hair does. trigger. Happens to everybody. <laughs> Sometimes it's just because you're yeah. tired. Yeah. Sometimes it's just tired. Maybe you've had a little bit to drink. Drink yeah. a little bit too much. It's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. It happens. That's yeah. no, all right. Uh, oh, shit. We're the only ones laughing at it. <laughs> I know. You notice nobody else is. That's okay. Bond was then entitled to a free shot. At Jones, but refused, thus ending the duel. Aw. Okay. However, Bond's second one Dunlap became embroiled in an argument with Jones and later killed Jones on the street of Kashik Kashkashia. Kashkashia? Yeah, we'll go with that. Cascadia? No, Cash Cash, yeah, I'll show you it afterward. It's, right. it's, the streets have messed up names. Uh Dunlap escaped to Texas where he was never apprehended. Uh, he was thought to be a doctor, formerly a no, member of uh, formerly a member of St. Paul's Lodge Number no. Fifty Four of New York, and a member of Western Star Lodge Number no. One Hundred Seven, Louisiana, Missouri, which expelled him in eighteen thirteen. Bond later became the first Grand Master of the Grand Lodge of Illinois. Holy shit! I guess he showed them. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Yep. So uh, I lost my money. Jones took her shit. First off, he had it, you know. Well, he he did all right in the, you know, the first one was ended a little he premature. He needed to get some Colt Enzite, and he would have been fine. But uh, you know, just you know, it happens. It happens. Poor race, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Not all duels end badly. The Honorable Hamilton H. Gamble, later to be the governor of Missouri and Grand Master of the Grand Lodge of Missouri, was slated. Uh, to be a second in a duel between a young man named French and another who, whose name got lost to record. The party rode horseback to the town of Louisiana, Missouri, near where the duel was to be held. Wearied with the trip, they stopped at an old hostelry. Like a hostel. Hostel, hostel okay. Um, and sought rejuvenation in that elixir that either makes friends or enemies of those who touch glasses. And I bet there were some... Scotch. Uh, uh, li- what was it? Lively ladies of cheerful disposition. Ladies. Yes, and they were using... Uh, what was it? Ab- abusive and ungentlemanly language yeah, at the same I'm time. Sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Just sitting in the car, this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I picture him all with Italian accents, though. You know what I'm talking about? Look at this guy. Look at, look at him. Yeah, look at him. I don't think that's happening look at him over in Missouri. There. Yeah, no. That's generally not the... Uh, <laughs> that's how I imagine it. I know. Right? Don't crush yeah. my dreams. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, they stood elbow to elbow and man to man as the glasses clicked together. And as their hearts warmed, their hands clasped in friendship and the duel was indefinitely postponed. It sounds like the tone of this article has changed somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> and the chapter concludes, Verily... All is well that ends well. And that's the end of the article. 
Freaking okay. awesome read, though. Yeah, that's uh, nice. Presented by Fred O'Wan. It's kind of like when, uh, you know, almost like the end of Rocky 3, after Apollo helps him out with Clubber, and then Apollo's like, yeah, come on, just you and me. No audience, no nothing, ding, ding, let's fight. And we never ding, really did fight. Ding, yep. Yeah. And you never And then we never really happens. know. We know he walks into the house with his head all busted up. No, later Rocky movies, they talk about it. Oh, I think it was Rocky too, or, or no, excuse that me, was in Creed. Three. Maybe talk about Creed. Creed. Creed movies. He, he okay. mentions it. So who won? I don't remember. I can't remember if he actually told him, or I, I don't remember. Well, but that was in one of the Creed movies. You can find that out. Hmm. Good um, movies, by the way, especially the second one where he was going up against Drago's kid. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got hearts on fire. Talking stuff. I in didn't my head. see that one. Oh, one where so he fights. He fights Drago's fire. kid. Yeah. yeah, in Creed two. Really, okay. Apollo Creed's son fights. Drago's son. All right. I'll so what do we think, brothers? Up. Bring back the dueling. Yes. Settle lodge disputes. Yeah, let's yes. do it. Absolutely. I'm ready. Um, we should have one. Should, uh, interesting topic. Ken though. and I can have one. You could film it and put it on Patreon as a Patreon exclusive. We most certainly can. Where you might stand on the opposite side. I'll stand over here. You yeah. No, in the lodge room. It might be inappropriate. What are we fighting over anyway? We have to, if we're going to duel, we have to duel for cause. Otherwise, it's just kind of. You didn't pick my card on cards. At, well, who's challenging uh, who? Ken showed up with the gun, so he would be the challenger. Yeah. So if he's the challenger, he sets the rules. He has the. the uh, yeah. He ha- or we could we could set the rules and simultaneously turn and fire. I think we do this with paintballs. We hold off on the Nerf guns. We get paintballs. Okay. This way we can mark no, our shots. Someone's going to lose an eye. No, you put on safety glasses. I, I, no I, shooting I, in the face, shooting in the chest. I trust Ken's honor that if, if I hit him, he'll say that I hit him. Yes. And we'll have we have to say too. where, though. Like, we have to say where. Like, if it's a mortal wound or... Tis a flesh wound. Oh, I know where I'm shooting. Flesh wound? Your arm's off. No, it's not. I know where I'm shooting for. What's that? What? Oh. You're going to... Goddamn right. Challenge me to a duel. You're going for the Johnson. He's the bearer, right? No, <laughs> He's the bearer. Right. Jesus. In that case, I get the mega gun over there. Okay. With the big darts. That's uh, that's uh, fine. You get to choose the weapon. It's, right. it's your duel, your challenge. All right. You can choose the weapon. What yeah, do you say, brother? I have a pair of gloves. You want me to slap you with a glove first? <laughs> like the, the gauntlet? Yeah, if, I yeah. mean, if, if that makes you feel We're going to make it proper, right? What do we say, brothers? Shut yeah. this Shut down. Shut it down, and then oh. let's shoot him up. Yep. <laughs> All right. Going sounds down. good. Uh, now I would like to talk about Andrew Jackson at some point, uh, but we'll come up with a different topic uh, for for next time. Maybe Andrew Jackson, maybe we'll move something else. But uh, yeah, we definitely we'll got to go through his uh, entire backstory. He's yeah. got an interesting. Find out why life. he was so friggin' angry. Oh, I know yeah. why he was so angry. Yeah. He was mom. He issues. Yeah, a little bit British issues actually. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, uh, all right. Let's shut it down for the Freemasons podcast. Mm-hmm. I am right. Worship Brother George Mudry signing off. Worship Brother Joe signing off. Worship Brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Before we God do, bless. I have to pee. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess that's. <laughs>